this is Lisa uh, Purdy from Professional Pharmacist, and today I'm going to share what our organization has been doing this past year to help seek and find areas for improvement while also developing our future leaders. So stay tuned, and I will talk to you right after this. Hi, so yes, this is Lisa Purdy with Professional Pharmacist, and as you just heard today, I want to talk to you about um, kind of sharing a unique option that we um, think you should consider if you would like to really look for possible process improvements in your organization, but also develop your future leaders. Um, this is a pretty amazing setup that is a win-win for both employers and, and employees and for your organization. Um, so basically, to get us started, we created about a year ago a group we called Shared Governance, which is a committee um, for our region that is consistent of pharmacists and technicians. Um, we developed a form, which was called an Action Request Form, or ARF, and basically any pharmacy member can fill this form out, uh, discussing any possible issue that they see that they're facing that they would like management or otherwise to try to address and make better. Um, this form, when it's filled out, automatically gets emailed to the chair and co-chair of the committee um, so that they can review it and be able to discuss it at their next meeting, which currently we do about once a month. Um, at the committee meeting, we decide as a group, is this something that is a campus issue or is it more of a region issue? If it was a campus issue, we would send this information back to the manager and work with them to develop a good plan to help support them and develop uh, something that would work for them. So this could be something where perhaps their labels are printing in the wrong place or they're drawing up something but there's not good communication between that and the delivery tech or um, maybe they're not keeping the right products on the right par levels and are noticing some delays. Those types of things. We could easily work with that manager and help address those issues and um, see how those plans get rolled out, um, that could be more of a local thing. Now, if it was a region thing, this committee would come up with possible solutions. So the chair um, of the committee report all these submitted action request forms uh, to the executive panel, um, which for our pharmacy executive team, we have basically executives from every single campus of our, our region um, that come to this meeting. So that chair would basically state the, all the action request forms that have been submitted. They would just tell what the committee decided as it was this something that should have been, you know, a regional thing that gets it addressed or is this more of a campus thing. And then they also always provide possible suggestions on how to um, take care of the problem. We never want the committee to come to the executive team without possible solutions. Um, we want them to really exercise themselves in this way to um, make a difference in this. So once the executive team has heard all the um, different action request forms, they help develop a plan as well. They might piggyback onto what has already been suggested. They might have some reasons as to why that may or may not work. Um, they sometimes have other people that are already working on similar things and they can kind of combine efforts or they can um, 
provide additional support. Like maybe there's an IT person that you need to get a hold of. Perhaps there's um, a, a specific person already aware of anything policy related that needs to be changed or, or something like that. So they kind of help combine those together so that everybody's on the same um, kind of playing field on it. And it allows a really good dialogue um, between the executives and our, you know, basically our frontline staff um, for concerns that they're facing. Um, which, if you have staff surveys of employee satisfaction, then that would help address those as well. So, once that meeting has taken place, the chair then reports all these items and projects back to um, that are approved from the executive crew. Um, back to the committee um, with all the needed information and any kind of like backup solutions and addi additional information. So the chair then seeks for a point person from the committee to help lead the project and provide all the details they need to be able to complete the project or, or at least get started. Um, usually giving them like their next steps and who to be contacting and, and whatnot. Uh, the chair helps oversee all these projects and coordinates with the point people and the executives involved to make sure everything's flowing really well and there's communication going um, in between everybody involved. They communicate the changes of projects, um, any updates, and submitted forms onto our pharmacy webpage. That helps maintain communication across the region and gives us um, a chance that other people could see like has something already been brought up that they're working on or has it been brought up and this is you know the solution that maybe happened there's a there's a point of reference for all pharmacy team members to be able to look at that we also have a weekly newsletter that comes out um, in our email that also helps target some of this and communicate some of these things and also allows for sometimes we need surveys to get more information from each of the campuses so the committee can submit these surveys through um, through that email as well. So here's the cool part though, and you might have already started picking up on some of this already, but that point person is now leading this project and now is in a position to grow as a leader like never before. So we've seen firsthand what they're made of and are able to train them and tailor them through this process. So they end up communicating better, They've, they're working with um, executives, maybe IT, medical staff like nurses and respiratory therapists. Um, they tend to have a, a handful of members from the committee that are working under them to kind of help support them and get information out or take care of the situation. Uh, this person will also have to present to the committee any of their progress, good, bad, or otherwise, so that, um, you know, they that are, the committee is able to keep up on you know what's happening because many of these projects can take a couple of months and so having that person present at each committee meeting where they're at on things and maybe where their struggles are or whatnot can be really beneficial for the team um, and that also gets relayed back to the executives but then also we have this really neat thing that's developed because we've done so well with this um, we have a pharmacy operation manager meeting that happens once a month and they are really loving the process improvements that we are we are doing and they want to stay in the communication as well and be able to have their voice as to how things should be running and so um, now the point people that are on these projects are also getting an opportunity um, to present to them so now they're building 
their slides and their presentation skills the way that our company organization likes them. And then now they're presenting to over 30 um, managers on a monthly basis when they're selected to to come discuss their project they're, they're running. And then the managers are basically seeing um, the experience that these point people are having, their, um, how they're handling it, how they're presenting it. Um, they can uh, coordinate with them and discuss and ask questions at these meetings. So that's been really good ultimately to have really good communication between the executives, frontline staff, and our managers across our region. Um, in the same token, be able to see these leaders rising up and doing all this extra work um, on top of their daily activities. Um, you know, they're really developing some major skill sets. Um, we've also been able to um, teach those in the committee, um, like proper chain of command, you know, when you run into issues or if you're not getting the answers that you need to, like how do we properly escalate some of this stuff and how do you do professional communication? I mean, some of the stuff you would think lots of people know how to do when they're coming out of pharmacy school, but we've been surprised to see that that's not necessarily the case. Um, and so this has been really good to be able to help hone in on some of those skill sets and make sure that we're doing those things correctly. Along with um, establishing the need for quick follow-up and having um, you know, good communication skills come through this, this group. So um, now our team has an effective way to alert us of issues that we can improve um, you know, between our region. We have great communication from our frontline all the way to our managers, to our executives. And we're even developing those who want to be leaders before putting them in a leadership role, which is really, really cool, you know. If you're dedicated and wanting to, you know, go up the ladder, then this is absolutely the best type of scenario for you to be able to do that. So I wanted to give you an idea of some of the projects we've completed and some of the ones we're working towards to kind of give you a frame of reference. Um, one thing we did is, well, a lot of what we're doing is standardization. So. Um, as one company with multiple com campuses, we've noticed that lots of campuses do maybe different things or they put beyond youth states on different things differently or they package things differently or they might have different mixing instructions. One of the biggest projects we did is combine all of our references and recipes into one database so that everybody had access to the same stuff no matter if you went to you know, depending on what campus you go to, you would see the same methodologies used, which is really key. Um, we've had reviews on any kind of USP reviews, like we've seen new new stuff coming out this year, and how are we going to handle that with our hoods? And um, you know, each campus is kind of built differently, so making sure that we're all on the latest um, codes and, and information with that. We've had. Um, We've re-looked at our detachable medication labels and um, restructured them to, to make sense uh, for our processes. We've had um, everything from a clinical operational pharmacist um, situation where different campuses had different roles to blending those into a more consistent pattern. We've had um, training for onboarding so that if you are hired at one campus and you happen to float to another, you would still have the same training across campuses so that you're not lost and you're able to help and you know keep up with all the things that are going on. We've had um, 
standardization of uh, different products as far as whether we're drawing them up in our IV room versus sending them in a vial and what does that look like because each campus had some different thoughts on that. Um, we've looked at our order sets to make sure that they all are cleaned up um, and have the proper PRN comment section filled in. Uh, we have looked at uh, different consults that pharmacists are involved in and whether they're still pertinent or are we fine-tuning like what's necessary in our notes uh, for those. We're looking at um, in progress we have some things like um, lock boxes. I know some states have already created um, a necessity to have lock boxes on all controlled infusions um, so we've been looking at the cost of that and what it would look like to, to actually implement something like that. Um, Non-pharmacy items being moved to like more of a materials management situation. I've seen this in other campuses uh, in the nation uh, already do this. Uh, it kind of helps your pharmacy budget and also helps um, with space in your with your supplies. So considering a move like that, um, and then just looking at various products that um, maybe have directions not completely clear in the Cerner labels or. Um, you know, that maybe we could implement that better or having um, reviews of certain policies that, you know, maybe need to be updated for the year. So those are just a handful of things that we've kind of been tackling and could give you at least an, some ideas of things that you could be doing with your, with your group. Um, but I think that in all, this has been really effective and really helpful for, uh, to give you know, both our pharmacists and our technicians an opportunity to really shine and really own uh, something that they that they care about and they work at um, every day. Um, you typically you get out, um, you get a lot more out of someone who feels like they're part of something, and a way to uh, give someone that is to to give them some power to actually make changes where they're at. So. Uh, hopefully this is helpful for you. Um, if it is, please subscribe to this. Um, and I would love to give you some more information along these lines. Um, if you want some more information about this type of committee, um, please contact me. I would be more than happy to discuss further with you some of the stuff we're, we're working on. And like I said, I think it's really exciting um, that pharmacy is able to move in this direction because um, in healthcare in general, project managers are kind of becoming something that you see in business a lot, but um, not so much in pharmacy. And I, I think that is a way that we're gonna be moving as an industry to be able to make sure that we're staying on the cutting edge and, and really pushing um, our license. So this is certainly a way to help address that as well. So thank you so much for listening and you guys have a great day. Bye.